this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host calvin wayne pennywell jr on this particular episode i thought i'd do something different something that struck my attention so fyi i've been watching movies like crazy no i have not been reading i have not been doing what i should be doing matter of fact i'm procrastinating um um, finishing a paper that's due for a class but i'm almost done anyway so uh but that that's besides besides the point. So, I'm watching uh, 2012 movie that came out, and can you guess it? 2012. Um, it's basically a an, a, an apocalyptic uh, Armageddon type movie where um, an occurrence is happening uh, that hasn't happened in over 600,000 years. And it just so happened that it was predicted to take place on 12, 12, 12, no, 12, 21, 12. So, you know, everybody's going crazy. Um, there's the typical guy on the radio with the conspiracy theory. And at this point, he's um, basically being proven right. Um, there's a main actor, John Cusack. Um, he's going through this situation where he's divorced from his wife, you know, they share children and the wife is happy with somebody else and eventually blah, 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 things happen, the world is falling apart and it brings them back together. That's basically the sum of this movie. I have not ruined it for you. It's been, what, eight years since this movie come out came out, so you should have seen it by now. If you are interested, if not, perfectly understand. So, so, um... I'm watching that. I'm rearranging the DVDs in the front room, trying to make some more room. Um, I'm the type of person that I'm not a fan of clutterness. Clutteredness. Uh, I do have an issue sometimes. I would collect something and put it aside. But there's this saying that I live by. It's a saying that um, my mom used to tell me. And it's actually something that my dad's been saying as well, which is everything has its place. And it does. I actually wrote that on a box. So when I look at place things anywhere, whether it's my place or somewhere, I look at it and I ask that question, does it belong there? And if the answer is no, then the follow up is where does it go? So um, since I'm at the house a lot more, um, thankfully, I still have a job. I do thank God for that uh, tremendously because not everybody has this privilege. we could have been in a very bad situation where one of us couldn't work. So, um, but we do have to make the best of it. And that's what we're doing. So I'm doing all that. Um, recording some music. Just, I, I love having fun. 
with music. That's just me. I've always enjoyed having lots of fun, making sure that it's it's something that I can really get into. So um, other than that, the only thing that I've changed as far as my routine, I do wake up in the morning and I work out. The reason being is because if I work out in the morning, I can go ahead and get it out of the way. I can go full force and get home, take a shower and just have the rest of my day. So um, that's what I that's what I do now uh, until things change, you know, due to the uh, pandemic that's going around. So I do want to say uh, continue to be safe, continue to take precautions, be aware of your exposure, be aware of the people that surround you, be aware when you go into these stores, uh, these mass corporations like, you know, Walmart somewhere, um, wear your mask, wear your mask until you are told otherwise. Uh, you just you just never know. You just never know. So always take precaution, always take precaution. So on this episode, I wanted to do something different. Like I said before, I thought it would be a good idea. Like, and, and one thing that I've started doing more often, which I should have been doing is spending time with God every morning. That's that's just me as a Christian. That's one thing that and as a uh, as a new husband and as a newly married husband, my responsibility um, is pretty obvious at this point because I'm no longer just responsible for myself. So by doing this, just doing it alone, I can be influential to my wife in a sense where she knows where my source of energy, my source of wisdom is coming from. So she would not only trust me, she trusts God in me. And I want, I always wanted that as a husband. So I, I told myself, if there's any time to start doing that um, routinely, it will be now. So uh, over the last week or two, I've been in the book of First Kings. Um, now I'm in Second Kings. And I think it was last week I went to go visit my mom. Uh, it was just us two. So it wasn't one breaking any CDC rules. Uh, it was just us. And I just went to visit her, see how she was doing. It was actually on Easter. And I'm not, I know many of us feel the same way. Um, I'm 34 years old, but on Easter, in particular, any holiday, married or not, I still think about my mom, still think about, you know, the Easter baskets that she gave us, the Easter egg hunts she's taken us on, whether at church or anywhere else. Uh, the things that my mom did when we were kids, you know, I, I never forget that. Hopefully I can adapt that and apply it to, you know, my parenthood. So. But I just, that was a thought in my head. I was like, you know what? It'd be nice to be around my mom. Because we went to hang out with my, my in-laws. And I was like, man, I just, it is, it'll suck for me to go through this day and not be able to see her. So I uh, went to go see her. And I, before I even got there, I said, mom, do you have uh, Avengers Endgame? And she said, no, but I can rent it. And I was like, no, mom, I just, no. And I was, I was going to go to the store and buy it. Because neither one of us have it. And the thing about me and my mom is that we we like and love <laughs> the same type of movies. So I knew that if I was to buy it, we both would watch it. Um, but now that I live with my my wife, you know, I, I lived with I lived with my mom post college, you know, due to personal um, reasons. And 
whenever one of us would buy a movie, the other would watch it. So we were sharing movies. But now that I have my own library, you know, of uh, of, of, of DVDs and Blu-rays, um, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to buy it for myself. But I really thought about it during this trying times when money is limited. And I was like, you know what, do I really need this movie? And I said, nah, I don't. Uh, but she ended up renting it, renting it on uh, Amazon Prime. So we watched it. And the excitement that I felt in the movie theaters was the same watching it with her. It's like I was watching it for the first time. So um, I hope I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing some, if you have not seen the movie, uh, that is your fault. I am giving you that responsibility. Um, I'm like holding you accountable for not seeing Avengers Endgame. If you've seen Avengers Infinity, you definitely have seen Avengers Endgame. Is the booking in uh, to that aspect. Um I started reading again, going back to uh, the Bible. I started reading First Kings, Second uh, Kings, and I got introduced um, through Scripture. Got introduced to Elijah, E L I J A H. Uh, Elijah was um, specifically called from God, and one thing Elijah exhibited was strong faith. Of course, there's the iconic uh, instance where Elijah tells, I think, a servant to go check for rain. Um, not to check to see if it was coming, but to remind them, keep checking because eventually it is going to rain. And the guy went by back seven times. I think on the seventh try, he saw a cloud as big as a man's fist. And he was like, huh, I guess it is going to rain. And it did. It did rain. Um, Elijah was obviously a man of God. He was chosen by God. He was anointed. He was appointed and anointed. And um, Elijah um, had a had a mentee, so to speak, a predecessor, uh, somebody um, that was going to. I hope I used that word right. He had somebody that was following him, apprentice. He had somebody that was following him, so he was transferring um, his responsibility, so to speak, uh, towards Elisha. This is E L I S H A. Yo, thank you all for listening so far. Keep tuning in as we take a break and be right back. Hey, t listeners, listen, most of us are bummed out because of the call for quarantine due to the virus. This pandemic is affecting our livelihood and ability to stay in close contact with those we love and care about. If we can, let's take this time for some self-assessment. Let's do some spring cleaning, mentally, physically, psychologically, and spiritually. Let's write in our journals, blogs, and diaries. Let's read some books, watch some movies, share some stories, and partake of some well-deserved naps. I send my love to you, hoping you find peace in the chaos. And now, back to the episode. And um, just to give you some biblical context, of course, I have my Bible here so I can specifically show you, you know, where Elijah is. You see, I'm unzipping my personalized. Well, it was a case that my then girlfriend bought me. She worked at Family Christian in Fayetteville. And one thing that she bought me was a bible case 
and I love it. And she even had gotten me a personalized Bible, um, which blew my mind. So, but I'm a, a reference to some scriptures, and I'm not I'm not gonna try to preach to you. I'm not gonna hold you long, but I just thought this was pretty cool. Um, let's see. And while I'm looking for all of this, of course, um, I just thought it was so awesome how all of this came about. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and actually read you the scripture, uh, the iconic aspect of, of 1 Kings uh, in reference to Elijah um, when he was talking about uh, the coming of the rain. I said, the Lord sends rain. And Elijah, and this is uh, 1 Kings 18, verses 42 through 44. And Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. So if you actually think of yourself uh, squatting and putting your, your head between your knees, um, the analogy that Dr. Tony Evans used was picture a woman giving birth, um, not in, in the traditional sense that we're used to, but back, you know, back in the day when they didn't have beds and they didn't have the medical ex um, technology or accessibility or advancements to um, make the pregnancy or the, the, the delivery of the, of the of the child easy. A woman had to put herself in a position where she had to squat so that the baby can come out naturally. So that's the position that's the position that he put himself in. Um, he said, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. And at the seventh time, he said, behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. Um, so uh, obviously, Elijah, Elijah exhibited great faith great faith and that's very important not just for for men but people in general um and and basically putting yourself in a position where people can trust uh what you say because they trust the source and being used as a vessel you know that's it's it's a great great privilege so uh if we go forward this is in chapter chapter uh, 19 of first kings and this is the, the, the actual title of this section is The Call of Elisha. I'm going to go ahead and read this right right quick. This is chapter, uh, again, 19, verses 19 through 21. So he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Sh Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen in front of him. And he was with the 12th. And he was with the 12th. Sorry, I hear that uh, mic noise. Uh, Lots of please. Lots of please. Okay, Elijah passed by him and cast his cloak upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what, I ha for what have I done to you? And he returned from following him and took the yoke of oxen and sacrificed them and boiled their flesh with the yokes of the oxen and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and assisted him. He's basically saying goodbye to his parents, um, letting go of the previous responsibilities that he had and following Elijah. This is Elisha, E-L-I-S-H-A, 
following Elijah. Now, in this case, I immediately thought about um, <laughs> Captain Steve Rogers, um, of course, Captain America, um, and in relation to uh, Falcon, who is Sam Wilson. Uh, Sam Wilson is somebody that he ran into eventually. Uh, Sam Wilson is also um, uh, military um, personnel and you know Captain America had been had aged well he hasn't aged but time had I think 70 years had passed already and Captain America was still in good condition because he was frozen um, of course he took the hero I think the hero serum uh, the super uh, what is it I forgot the particular phrase he had but it's basically a serum used to enhance the physical body uh, but it also enhanced what was inside like it enhanced characteristics so captain america was already a good person at heart uh but just imagine um having the heart of martin luther king uh but the body of ronnie coleman <laughs> for those of you familiar with ronnie, ronnie coleman is probably one of the biggest uh monstrous bodybuilders you will ever see in your life one guy uh, was describing him as he approached him. He said it looked like his back was about four feet wide. Like this guy was huge in his prime. Huge. Um, so, of course, as in reference to Elijah and Elisha, um, that's parallel, uh, at least to me, uh, to Sam Wilson and Captain um, Steve Rogers. Um, a lot of people don't like Captain America, same reasons uh, people don't like the DC uh, Superman because sometimes I guess they act a little bit too perfect. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I really like them because the cool thing I thought was about and just jumping, jumping uh, comics, um, comic universes, um, going over the DC comics. One thing that I love about Superman was it wasn't just what he did that was cool it was what he didn't do and that stemmed from who he was as a person as a human being and I just thought it was awesome that that Superman actually displayed self-control and discipline because he could have easily destroyed the earth he could have easily taken it over but he didn't. He could have had the, the mind of a dictator, but he, he knew that he had a responsibility. He had abilities that a lot of people didn't have. So going back to even to Marvel, when this was mentioned, with the great powers come great responsibilities. And that's true. Uh, but I'm trying to find this very interesting scripture um, in reference to Elijah that completely blew my mind and I'm going to find it I am going to find it because I, this is what inspired me to to go and pursue this concept because I was completely completely taken away and I can't I can't find it. Oh, man. I can't find it. And while I look, 
for the scripture. I thought I'll interject and just say that this has been a, a warming experience for me. I know a lot of people can't say that. It's been a period of devastation and loss, but I think this is a great time to, like I said before, self-reflect. Ask yourself, what is it that I want to change about myself? Um, this is the perfect time in, in, the, uh, in this season of isolation where you're forced to deal um, with your issues, with your insecurities, with your strengths and weaknesses, um, and try to figure out what can I do better than I did before. As an artist um, that's pertaining to you know my music, primarily my writing, my podcast, it's a time to do research and to listen. So if you haven't done that already, I, I highly advise you to do so. This is the latest episode of the Glory in Our Stories uh, with me, Mr. Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. So basically, in a nutshell, what Elijah did, um, he was confronted by, you know, armies of men. And they were basically, they were by armies of 50. And they were basically telling him, hey, man, uh, you need to leave. And Elijah said, if you do not leave, I will strike you down with lightning and thunder. And Elijah did that three times, three times to, to three groups of 50, which meant that he killed about 150 men uh, via lightning and thunder um, sent by God. Uh, that's crazy. And, you know, to 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 see a human being summon lightning and thunder due to his request. And I was just completely taken aback by that. I was like, wow, that is. Uh, that is crazy. And I can't find it. I was looking forward earlier and could not find it. So I do apologize for this hesitance. So. Uh, just to, s to give you an understanding of where I was going with this. The fact that Elijah had access to this lightning and thunder. And it only happened before Elisha came into the picture. And going back to Avengers Endgame, where I'm going to stop looking for it. And I'm a what I do is I'll post the information in the the post uh, via uh, Facebook or Instagram because I don't want to take up too much of your time. But um, what I thought was cool was that eventually, as you as you watch uh, Avengers: Infinity War and then you watch Avengers: Endgame, you see the part uh, where a lot of us fans were curious about. You know, ever since uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, where people were taking turns trying to pick up Mjolnir, which is the name of uh, uh, Thor's hammer. And, you know, whosoever possessed the power of Thor should be able to yield the the, the hammer. What, you know, I'm not, I'm not quoting it verbatim, uh, but everybody was trying to pick it up. Captain America, you know, War Machine, everyone. Uh, the Hulk, <laughs> of course. Um, but, if you notice when, um, Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, put his hand on it. He, the the hammer, moved a little bit, and Thor's eyes got really big. And then all of a sudden, you know, Steve Rogers kept trying to lift it, but he couldn't. 
And then Thor was like, ha he gave a nervous laugh. So at that point, we're like, what? You know, that was a few, many, you know, a few movies back. Fast forward, go to the Avengers Endgame. Um, Thor is getting his butt handed to him by Thanos. I mean, Thanos is just going in on him. At this point, Thor is on the ground just getting his face pounded. And not only that, um, Thor summons uh, Stormbreaker. And Thanos catches it and tries to um, have it cut through Thor's chest. And all of a sudden, you see Mjolnir, Mjolnir lifted up from the ground. And it just hits Thanos. And the hammer comes back, but we automatically assume that it's coming back to Thor when it actually is going to Captain Rogers. And Captain America is wielding Mjolnir and he possesses all the power of Thor. So he's just literally he's kicking Thanos' butt. And then all of all of a sudden, and if you're in if you remember being in the movie theaters when this happened, he summons lightning and sends it channeling through the ground and it hits Thanos. And then he sends this he holds the hammer up and uses it as a conductor and just receives the lightning and just strikes Thanos like one last time, right? And at that moment, we're like, wow, finally, he's worthy. He's worthy, right? And then I'm thinking about how at the end of the movie, um, Captain America has an opportunity to go back to the past to, I think he's he's heading back to return something. I think it was the stones. I think he returned the stones. And then he was supposed to come back. In about 10 seconds. But it took him about 15 seconds. Well actually he did come back. Um, but he was on the other side of the field. And he was spotted by Bucky. And apparently Cap um, Captain America had aged to an older man. He's sitting there on the bench. Uh, Sam Wilson comes over and say, you okay? So, yeah. And he, he basically sums up saying, I, I I thought I would I would live, you know, do what what Tony was talking about, you know, get that life, do that life thing, you know, live a life. And he did. And uh, he, at that moment, he, he hands uh, Sam Wilson, the official... Captain America's shield and says it's basically yours now and Captain America asked him how do you feel he said I feel like it's I feel like I'm wearing somebody else's shield I feel like it's not mine and he says well it is and he happily took upon the responsibility of Captain America and I know a lot of fans probably didn't like that because he went you know Simple reasons, um, you know, for the diehard fans. But I thought about that part of the movie in relation to Elijah and Elisha. And I'm going to read this right quick. And again, I'm not going to take too much of your time. But I just thought this was, I thought this was awesome. Like, it just, it just blew my mind. It blew my mind. Uh, let's see. I'll keep going. Now, this is what. I'm going to uh, Second Kings, and well, let me go back because there's actually a section where 
everything is transitioning to Elisha. Let's see. I think that's it. Hmm. I think that's it. So let me start at the beginning of Second Kings. So, at the beginning of 2 Kings, um, it says, Elijah taken to heaven. Now, at this point, um, oh, here it is. All right. Elijah denounces Ahaziah. Now, I'm pretty certain I'm not saying that right, and I apologize. Uh, but at this point, um, Elijah is confronted by the 50 men. Uh, the first 50 men. Now, this is 2 Kings chapter 1, um, verses 10. Well, verse 10. It says, well, I'm going to start at verse 9. Then the king sent to him a captain of 50 men with his 50. He went up to Elijah, who was sitting on top of a hill, and said to him, O man of God, the king says, come down. But Elijah answered the captain of 50. If I am a man of God. Let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50. Then fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his 50. And it wasn't lightning. It wasn't thunder. It was fire. My bad. <laughs> but um, to, to see Elijah in the position where he's able to summon it, fire from heaven, because he's a man of God. And going back to Captain Steve Rogers, because he was worthy, he had access to Thor's powers. Uh, via the hammer so i thought i'd just say this right quick um just really quickly i know a lot of us are receiving you know stimulus checks slash direct deposits over the last few days and due to us being confined and restricted we feel uh eager to spend this money uh but i do ask us to consider the consequences of our decisions bad or good you know should we save it uh, should we invest it should we buy some things that we need what should we do I just think we should think wisely and uh, remember that we have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring so I just think we should make wise financial decisions so um, I'm not just speaking to everybody but I'm speaking to myself as well so I think this is something that we should consider so you all have a wonderful day and continue to enjoy the episode. What Captain Rogers to me, um, Steve Rogers represented was a man of, of, of great virtue, a man of valor, a mighty man of valor. And he had he was in a position where he had great power. But because of who he was, because of his character, he was deemed worthy, worthy uh, to lift and use near near. Um, um, Thor's hammer but at this point Captain Steve Rogers had already lived his lived his life of fighting but he didn't live his life for himself but still he was who he was uh, because of his heart and what and because of his demeanor and um, his individuality him being who he was
you know that's what made him such a an awesome avenger and sam wilson um looked up to captain america had much respect for him and but to see because actually in the comics um sam wilson is the current um captain america uh, he still wears the Falcon, the Falcon suit, but it has Captain American, Captain America colors. Now, um, I actually read a a graphic novel with him in it, and I just thought that was really cool. But I'm going to go to the part where um, it says Elijah is taken to heaven. And this is chapter two, verse two. And Elijah said to Elisha, please stay here for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. And of course, throughout all this, um, people are asking um, Elisha, uh, do you know, and this is still chapter two, this is verse five. Do you know that today the Lord will take away your master from over you? And he answered, yes, I know it. Keep quiet. And this is right before Elisha, Elijah uh, was taken up. He said, and this is verse nine, chapter two of second kings when they had crossed elijah said to elisha ask what i should do for you before i am taken from you and elisha said please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me and he said you have asked a hard thing yet if you see me as i am being taken from you it shall be so for you and then you go down chapter 15 it says the spirit of elijah rests on elisha and that was the part that I really, everything that led up to that part in Second Kings, is what really blew my mind. Because I was like, here is a great man that is passing things on um, to the future. And Elijah lived his life and it was time for him to go. And it was the age of Elisha. Um, and going back to uh, Captain America and falcon you know captain uh, steve rogers and sam wilson seeing that transition from captain america that we know of to sam wilson who was basically taking up the mantle but in in this scenario he was taking up the shield being in a position where you have all of these abilities and you fought the good fight and you've been summoned and you've played by the rules you've broken some you even created some of your own um, but in the the core of who you are is that you want to help people you want to serve and that's what captain uh, america did he served not just his country but he served the world uh, he served the people and sam wilson and in, in his way was doing the same thing but even sam wilson thought he wasn't worthy um, but, um, Steve Rogers did, he saw that in him. So as a man and as an individual, I pay attention to what I do and what I say, because I know one day, whatever I have, I'll be passing it on to somebody, whether it's my daughter, uh, my son, or just, you know, um, a mentee that I run into, I can be passing my stuff or whatever I have onto someone else as I speak and have no idea, no idea. Um, somebody is probably watching me. Somebody has probably been watching me for a minute and I'm just now being exposed to it. 
Um, but I just thought that was cool. And that's the one thing that I wanted to do while reading the Bible is having it relate to something that I'm exposed to on a daily basis so that it makes sense to me so that I can see something. I'm like, yo, I see that in the book of in the book of first and second Kings. I and I see this in a movie. Not only have I seen this in a movie, I see this within a genre that I really enjoy. But how can I make the two parallel so that it's relevant? So that it's not just something that I'm watching. Um, and that's the thing about me, not just as a person, but as an artist. I try to make things relevant and I try to make things uh, relatable because I, 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 I'm not a fan of empty experiences um, because everything happens for a reason. But to just do something for the sake of doing it, you know, I'm okay with that. But I don't, you know, I'm not, a. I just started, I realized I'm not a fan of killing time. You know, I feel like sometimes I'm wasting it. And like some, there's something else I could be doing. Like, like I said, I could be writing my paper right now. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm, a, I am going to get to that. Now I'm not saying I'm going to get to eventually. Eventually means uh, it's going to happen. No, I'm going to go in full force and finish it because um, it's actually for a grade. Um, but I just wanted to remind not just myself but others who are listening that eventually you're going to have to pass on what you have um, to better somebody else and to not only better them but to see what you have magnified uh and maximized to its fullness there are going to be there they're going to there's going to be a certain potential in life that we're not going to experience because it's going to be for the next generation and for me now that i'm married i know that what i do what i say is very influential on my wife um, and very influential on my friends, anybody that surrounds me. Um, but I'm also in a position where I'm still being taught and I'm being, I'm still being teachable. Um, and that's the one thing, uh, Captain America was willing to do when he was being trained <laughs> before he took the, um, uh, the serum, uh, was that, um, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to serve my country because that was his, but it, to be honest, the essence of who he, if his his motto is he's not a fan of bullies, and bullies come in all shapes and sizes, whether it's a dictator or just the guy down the street who won't let you walk walk uh, his way without paying a unspoken toll. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're an abusive parent or an abusive spouse. He's not a fan of it, and he'd do anything he can to defend um, the weak and the unheard. So uh, that was connection I made between um, Captain America and Falcon and Elijah and Elisha. Um, you can read about them in first and second Kings. Um, and even during my reading, I, I've noticed that there's been a lot of Kings that have come through and have just fallen. And um, there's a, a format, a chart in the Bible that I'm, I'm reading from, where it shows the list of kings um, that came through and they were color coded and the darkest colors represented good kings. The lightest colors represented bad kings, not not so good kings. And there were a lot of kings that were not so good <laughs> kings that deliberately uh, went against God's teaching. And because of that, it was a history of bad decisions. And at the end of each section you would see um like there was a king 
by the name of Ahab. I think it was A-H-A-B. Um, maybe misspelling that. Uh, but those kings that were just going against God's truth. And at the end of the section, you would see them and they slept with their fathers, which meant that they were buried with their ancestors. Um, there were some kings that lasted years. There was one king that literally lasted maybe a year or two. And that was it. He was so bad. He was horrible. Uh, but what Captain America was doing, he was a great leader, awesome leader. Um, and in that in that sense, he he knew when to humble himself. He knew when to um, his ego didn't get to him. It never got to him. Um, he didn't let his ego or or any pride prevent him from getting the job done and fighting for the greater good. And as a man, I think that's one conclusion that we eventually come to. So um, hope you all enjoy yourselves. Have a wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend. Uh, be safe. Take some time to read. Um, Taking that advice myself. And take some time to slow down. Um, when things... Uh, somebody was telling me this is the new normal like when you go somewhere it's normal to wear a mask like you still go to the grocery store you wear a mask um you still go out you just practice social distancing or physical distancing um but this is the new norm and i don't think after this things will ever be the same again <laughs> things have changed people and it's never going to be the same so we have to remember that everything changes but in reference to god he doesn't he's the same as before as he is now and forever will be and that consistency is something that i admire and i'm thankful for so love you guys take care of yourself you all have a wonderful day this is the latest episode of the glory in our stories again i am your host calvin wayne pennywell jr peace yo thank you for listening tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories